listening to Wake Up and Read the Labels, your guide to eating simple and feeling good. If you want to eat clean and feel your best, guess what? You're in the right place. Each week, we talk about ingredients that may be holding you back from feeling your best. We also talk to some brands that are going against the grain and actually using real ingredients we can recognize. Plus, we're sharing stories with people who are just like you, who actually woke up and read the labels. Welcome to Wake Up and Read the Labels podcast, everyone. Jen Smiley here. I'm excited because we're going live today hearing from a client of ours who's in Clean Eating Academy for a little over three months. Her name is Anna Cash. Anna was dealing with a dental issue and they ended up telling her, hey, we think this is gut related. You should probably go gluten free. And she did go gluten-free. She tried this elimination diet, got rid of gluten, and she soon discovered, hey, look, when I'm eating now, my nose doesn't feel stopped up and it's you know not running during my meals. So while she did go gluten-free, she also discovered that she wasn't losing weight and she didn't actually feel very good. So even though her gut was better, the way she felt right overall was not better. So Anna, hi. Hi, Jen. I'm excited to have you here. So I, I just kind of deep dove or gave everybody kind of a glimpse of what <laughs> kind of got you here. When you were told, you know, you have this dental issue and you need to go gluten-free, was that the first time anybody's ever recommended gluten-free to you? Oh, absolutely. Yes. I thought people that were gluten-free were crazy. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. What did gluten-free mean to you when you didn't know anything about it? Because I'm sure there's tons of people listening that probably think, you know, hey, people that go gluten-free, that's a crazy idea too. Yeah. And I mean, I just thought, what a miserable life. Nothing tastes good. Now, when I did go gluten-free, there were not very good products out there on the market. That has come a long way. But I just really thought that people were searching for something that wasn't there. Mm -hmm. Like, I just didn't think it would work. Okay. And so your dentist told you to go gluten-free or they hook you up with a dietitian, any of that? Oh, no. Um, he just told me, so my, my front teeth were literally crumbling. Like I would be talking and then have a little piece like crunch. And he told me that it was dietary related, that it was coming from my gut. At first, I was scared that it was wine. <laughs> Much to my delight, it was not wine. <laughs> thank God. Thank God. So I did the elimination diet. And my aunt had told me my whole life, like we would be at the dinner table and she would say, you're stopped up. Your nose is running. It's something you're eating. And I thought, okay, you're crazy too. So when I took gluten out, it was gone. My nose didn't stop up or run when I ate and I didn't have to run to the bathroom sometimes even before the meal was finished. Wow. Okay. So they tell you to go gluten-free. You're willing to do it. What did that mean when you went to the grocery for the first time? Were you just looking for anything that said gluten-free and that was kind of like certified approval? It was okay to eat? I had to figure out what gluten was. So I had a friend at the time that was gluten-free. And so I had lunch with her and was basically like, I don't even know what the heck gluten is. Can I eat potatoes? Can I eat rice? Like, what are the things I can eat? And, you know, she laughed at me like I laugh at people now. Yeah. But she kind of gave me a rundown of what products are good, what products are not good, as in taste, not health. But and so I just kind of started from there. Luckily, we have a small grocery here that's kind of like a Trader Joe's. So mm -hmm. pretty good variety to find in there. 
Nice. Okay. So you get some gluten-free stuff. What was one of your meals you were eating? Was it like you were doing toast? Were you doing sandwiches? Were you doing banana muffins? What was it? With the gluten-free? Yeah. Bread for sure. Like sandwiches. Okay. Buns for hamburgers, pasta. I love pasta and I love the trivial cassava. It's so good. Yeah. Before, were you doing like brown rice pasta, quinoa pasta? I have no idea. I'd go get the Barilla. Yeah. Whatever Barilla is. Okay. Okay. And so... I don't know what it's made out of. Yeah. And so you start to realize, did your teeth condition? Did that get better? Well, actually, I just got veneers, so... <laughs> they look great. Oh, well, thank you. But yeah, I mean, I noticed health-wise, I was getting better. My stomach, I had gotten sick in Mexico years ago, and it just has been all over the place. And so that was getting better, but I actually put on weight because... I would say, you know what? You couldn't have that pizza at lunch. So you deserve some McDonald's French fries (laughs) or a milkshake or, you know, I just felt so deprived and I was still tired and I was putting on weight. Absolutely. So I think for a lot of people, they are um, kind of eliminating the gluten. However, they're actually taking on more chemicals, right? They say, okay, it has no gluten, so it's good for me. But generally speaking, most things that are just labeled as gluten-free actually have tons of preservatives, chemicals, inflammatory oils, things like that. So, okay. So that gives me that kind of frame of mind, what you tried going gluten-free. Now you discovered, I know you said, hey, I discovered Wake Up and Read the Labels because a friend sent you a message. How'd that work? Yes. So I told my friend, Carol Ryan, I'd give her a shout out. Hi, Carol Ryan. Yes. She's going to listen. So she's very healthy and she's had 10 pounds that she just cannot get rid of. And so she sent me your story about LaCroix and said, Uh, did you have any idea all this stuff was in LaCroix? And I said, well, I personally don't drink LaCroix, but that doesn't surprise me. And then she, she was just like, you need to follow this girl. She's great. And I went down the rabbit hole and by that Monday, I jumped in and bought your program. Wow. That quick. That quick. Yeah. You're what I call an early adopter. So, which is great. I know that we're going to talk about what you've experienced through the program, what your transformation is, how much it's changed your life. But what were you kind of going through at that time? I know you were depressed. Your husband had passed away. Is that correct? Yes. He passed in February of 2021. And at that time, I just was chunked everything I knew out the window and I ate whatever I wanted and gained more weight and just depression and anxiety were really, really bad. So then I started, well, I'd wake up in the middle of the night with this horrible, it wasn't acid reflux, but it was similar. I don't, I'm sure there's a word for it, but I would get up and throw up Mm -hmm. in the middle of the night. And then I started after that, throwing up in the middle of the night, then I would throw up in the shower the next morning. And so I went to my nurse practitioner who sent me to the GI who tried to do a colonoscopy, but couldn't because a whole lot of issues, but, um, yeah. And all he did was throw medicine to me. And I was like, this isn't doing anything. And I knew it was gluten, but I wasn't ready to accept it. And so when Carol sent me your story about LaCroix, I was like, Anna, you know exactly what's wrong with you, and you're the only one that can fix it. So I dove in. I cleaned out my pantry. I went to my grocery store downtown, and the owner's a friend of mine, and I'm like, Chris, you don't have a single clean milk in here. 
you've got to get clean milk. And he said, what's wrong with Oatly? I said, have you looked at the ingredients? Yeah. Let's look at this. So he's special orders me things. And I'm in the grocery telling people like, you need to go try that malt milk he has. It's so good. And it's clean. And somebody actually stalked me and said, aren't you the girl that suggested malt milk? And I was like, yes. She's like, thank you. I love it. Oh my gosh. That's awesome. You're a label reader now helping to change lives. I love that. So I do believe, Anna, that everything happens, you know, it's very timely and it happens for a reason. So it sounds like your friend sent you my Instagram account at a point where you really needed it. Right. And it was a, it was probably very liberating to see that like, Hey, look, even though we're told to eat gluten-free, I mean, every single person, whether they have a gluten intolerance or not, should be eating gluten-free because the way gluten is processed today is not how it was processed, you know, many, many years ago. And so that's all the gluten is doing to us is spiking our blood sugar and it's making us gain weight, become fatigue and drive up inflammation. And we're also not eating gluten at its original form. We're eating this bleached, highly processed, adding lots of sugar in there, removing all of its fiber. We're also adding in different artificial sugars with these products, preservatives, gums, fillers. And again, it's driving up our inflammation. So that brings me to you go on your first grocery haul, you dive into the course. What was beneficial about the course for you? Well, first of all, how to read a label. I mean, it was just that simple. The yes do's and the no don'ts. And Uh I just went down there and spent the majority of the afternoon picking up every product that interested me and reading the darn label. And sometimes I'd have to get on on the phone, say, oh, I can't remember what she said about sunflower oil or. Yeah. And I don't cook a lot because it's just me. So your little idea about pizza, like I had them order me the Capella pizza crust. And so I can just run down there and pick up the vegan cheese, which is amazing. BioLife is so good. Yeah. And the clean pepperoni and the clean rouse sauce and the, I get it all right there. And then there's dinner. Game changer, right? Yeah, total. I mean, it's so easy. It's so sustainable, which I have never found anything to be sustainable. I could do it for a while and be miserable and then quit. What have you noticed mostly from eating this way? And how soon did you notice that? I noticed it within two or three days. What'd you feel in those two, three days? Okay. So I was telling Avery earlier that I've always been that person. that's like, I'm not a morning person. I'm never going to be one. If it's Saturday, I'm sleeping until 10 o'clock. And thanks to you, I'm kind of mad about it, but I can't (laughs) sleep late anymore. Too much energy, Jen. Too much energy. Too much energy. And I take four thyroid pills a day, or I did. I'm down to three. And he said, my numbers are just looking great. So we may be able to cut that back. So yeah, I wake up before the alarm, even on a weekday, the weight's just dropping off of me in the inches. And I just want to get up and go do. That's fantastic. I haven't felt that since I was 20 and I'm 46 now. Wow. That's amazing, right? Yeah, it really is. That's really cool. And also I read that you no longer feel that anxiety unless you earlier less depression. Is that right? Oh, absolutely. I talked to my doctor about lowering my, I call it my crazy pill from 60 milligrams to 30. And so the next refill will be 30. And then he said, eventually I did some genetic testing a few years ago. And he told me that if I cleaned up my diet, 
I wouldn't have to take anxiety medicine. And so when I was telling him about this program, and I think he's following me now too, he said, I told you, if you would just eat right, you could get off of medicine. So we're going to head that direction. Right. Food is the medication, really. And the issue, though, is that the food industry is so confusing and people have, you know, they're label victims and it's consumer confusion and nobody actually knows what they're doing. So do you think you could have been successful doing this without our Clean Eating Academy program? Oh, absolutely not. Okay. It's not that it's technically hard. I mean, you kind of know what's clean once you learn it. Right. It's easy, but all the support that your program gives. And I mean, I just love watching all the videos and and we're going to transition to eating out and we're going to transition into cocktails. And no, I couldn't have done it without your program. I love it. So speaking of cocktails, we're going to get on cocktails and coffee because I see you used to drink oat milk and stevia in your coffee, which I know so many people do. And it's a ceremonial thing. They take it personal when you tell someone, you know, hey, stevia is not that great. Neither is oat milk. But as far as cocktails go, you love to drink wine. You're a wine. I love your margarita. Okay. The smiley margarita. Same. Listen, I just went to a farmer's market around my house and they were selling honey infused with jalapeno. So it was a spicy honey. Ooh. Game changer for a margarita. It was... Oh, I need to find that. Yes. It was so delicious. But okay. So you're a margarita drinker. Yes. And my neighbor, my next door neighbor actually has been selling Scout and Cellar wine for a while. So (gasps) when I watched that video, I was like, hey, my girl Jen just gave y'all a shout out. Yeah. And then of course, my my healthy store carries Fitvine. And so I get a lot of that. Okay. And so before you were buying, what kind of wine? Um, Okay. I hate to admit this. A lot of times I would drink box wine. (laughs) So were you a Sutter home drinker? No, 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 no. Not Sutter Home. Black Box. Okay. Wow. You know, I've had a client many years ago and you know how we show you guys that filter for your wine? Yes. She was doing that with box wine and she'd call me the next day and she says, you know, I think I feel better, but I really don't feel great. And I said, you can't filter box wine. Like that's just (laughs) like drinking gasoline, but that's really funny. So what did you used to feel like when you drink box wine? Oh, terrible. I mean, I would wake up in the morning with a headache and just absolutely no energy. And did you just think that was a hangover or that was just part of drinking? Was it acceptable? What was it? Yeah, I just thought that was a part of having my afternoon wine on the patio. And as much as I loved that time, I didn't want to give it up. So I just relegated myself to the fact that I was going to feel bad for the first 30 minutes of every morning. Okay. And so what did you do to remedy that? Well, you, your program. Okay. But like in the morning, I don't know, did you take Advil? What'd you do? Have you ever heard of that blowfish hangover stuff? Interesting. It's like an effervescent tab. Blowfish hangover tab. No, but I'm Googling that. Yeah. I gave them away. Oh my gosh. Hangover medicine. You drop some tablets in your water? It works. Really? But then I read the label and I was like, oh. Oh my gosh, real scary label. That and that liquid IV stuff that everybody has. And I read that label, so I marched it over to my neighbor and said, here, it's all yours. Oh my gosh. So blowfish looks like it's just aspirin and caffeine. Interesting. Give you a big shot of what you need to overcome what you're doing. Right. Okay, so you switched to clean wines. Did you, Uh what was that like? Oh, well, I just had to, so I'm cheap. 
So I just had to accept the fact that if I was going to have my afternoon cocktails, I was just going to have to shell out the money. Yeah. I also like to just do it like at a restaurant, Casamigos and water with some lime and a salted rim. Yep. It's good. Do you agree that little bit more of money makes up for feeling so terrible, right? So oh my gosh, yes. You're spending a little bit more money on the drink, but before you were spending less money on the wine and then you had to buy things such as blowfish tablets and <laughs> liquid IV. And you're probably, you know, some people they have to miss work or they have to miss something important in their life or they're just being less productive. And so at the end of the day, I always say it does cost money to be healthy, but it's actually very expensive to be sick. That's right. When you feel sick and you're dealing with these things, just like you, you were going to doctors, almost getting colonoscopies and getting tests and getting medications and all these things. And on the other end, you are going to the grocery and saving money, buying all the cheap stuff. But now it kind of flip flopped where hey, look, I invested in myself. I bought a program to understand how to overcome the food labels. I'm buying cleaner foods that may cost a little more money, but I'm getting so much more done in my level of happiness is what? It's priceless, right? Right. So, I mean, honestly, I can say for the first time in my adult life, I'm looking for hobbies. Wow. You know, like before it was get up, go to work, come home and just sit on the back porch if it was pretty or watch TV if it wasn't, because that's all the energy I had. Like I didn't have energy for anything else. And now I'm like, let's go play pickleball. And like, what else can I do? You know, it's amazing to me that I'm actually bored. Yeah. Well, you look like you're shining. You look so happy. I'm so happy for you. So that goes to tell me that, yes, America, we are living in an epidemic of inflammation at an all-time high, chronic autoimmune diseases and symptoms, all-time high, and also fatigue. That's why we're seeing things like five-hour energy and coffee shops on every corner and people just can't get enough coffee in their day. And like, finally, you, Anna, are living how humans are supposed to live. We're supposed to have enough energy during the day. And then the melatonin kicks in at night and we get a full restorative sleep, right? These are all the good things that are happening. So that brings me to, real quick, let's talk about you. You were drinking your oat milk and your stevia in the coffee. Oh, I thought I was so healthy too. <gasps> so healthy. I know. So I had given up coffee for years and fall before last, all the girls at the office were drinking it. And I said, you know what? That looks so good. And so I got my oat milk at my little store and my stevia at my little store. And I was like, I can drink coffee again. Look, it's healthy. Uh huh. It's not healthy. When did you realize it's not healthy? Was it from my profile? Yes. When you did a, a bit on Oatly and I was like, what is in my Oatly? So I marched down and I told the owner of the store, I was like, I can't believe you, like it's at his coffee bar. Right. He was just blown away. Oprah Winfrey, she invests in Oatly. So it's got mass, mass marketing. Right. And so I like to tell people, hey, if you see everybody doing it and it's available everywhere, odds are it's very low quality. Yes. That's why we see stevia everywhere and things like that. So that brings me to... How do you feel now? Amazing. I mean, that's your word. Amazing. I feel amazing. Okay. How much weight have you lost? Okay. So the batteries on my scale are um, out (laughs) in about a week, but it was 29 pounds. Wow. 29 pounds in like three and a half months. Yeah. Crazy. Are you having to buy new clothes? That is so exciting. 
I'm either going to have to do that or take what I have to the alterations because they're not fitting. Oh my gosh. And what's your favorite meal to eat? Okay. I'm a kid at heart. I have the palate of a 16 year old. I love the Capella's pizza. I love a good salad too. Don't get me wrong. But if I want comfort or, you know, sometimes a comfort food for me, I'll get the jovial pasta and put a little but clean butter in it. Nice. And some Italian herbs and a little garlic and just put that in a bowl. And I have some fresh herbs I can throw in there. And that's just a good comfort dinner sometimes. That is. I mean, that is elevated compared to a 16-year-old palate. I thought <laughs> I was thinking macaroni and cheese and chicken nuggets. And guess what? You too can find clean macaroni and cheese and clean chicken nuggets, clean ketchup, clean mustard, all the things. I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. Last question for you, Anna. What was your wake-up moment in life, whether it was personally or professionally? That my diet had to change, I guess. Okay. I would say standing in the shower throwing up. I mean, it was just like, it was an aha moment. It was, well, you think you know how to change it, but I didn't. Yeah. But I had to do something. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm so happy you found us and all your success. I wish you many, many more. We love to see you shine, love and have you a part of the community. For everyone listening, you can check out the links below to learn more about Clean Eating Academy or how you can start your clean eating journey. Anna, it's been a lovely talking to you. I appreciate you and your time and your story. And I hope that it also... My honor. Yes, I hope that it has also touched someone listening so they know that they too can have some hope for some change, for positivity. You can do it. <laughs> there we go. All right. Talk to you soon, Anna. Thank you for everything you do, Jen. Okay. Talk soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Wake Up and Read the Labels. If you like this episode, guess what? We want you to share it. We'd love that. Share it with a friend and leave us a review. You can subscribe in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or really wherever you're listening to your podcast. For more information, visit us at wakeupandreadthelabels.com. Wake Up and Read the Labels.